Do you want to age with vitality, but struggle to get started because you feel overwhelmed? Does fear of failure to lose weight, get stronger, and reclaim your energy for good hold you back from living an active life? If so, you are in the right place. I'm Beate Probst, a health and transformation coach specializing in helping women age healthy and happy despite their limitations. I want to provide you with motivation, insight, solutions, and support so you can finally reach that fountain of youth again and never have to question how to keep your commitment to yourself. Welcome to my Be At Ease Fountain of Youth Real Live Talk Show. Welcome to another episode of my Be At Ease Real Life Talk Show, episode number 32, How This Woman Lost 50 Pounds and Kept It Off. How This Woman Lost 50 Pounds and Kept It Off. Beati Probes coming to you, founder of this group. And every week we come live here and I want to welcome all you ladies, this group, the Fountain of Youth Facebook group for baby boomer women who want to lose weight and get fit is on fire. And we have lots of new members. Welcome to everyone. I'm so happy you are here and I'm honored that you are letting me know part of your lives, what's going on in your life and and helping you to overcome some of those obstacles and hurdles that you are experiencing. And most of you are here because you're ready to take some action. You're ready to intervene with whatever is going on in your life right now. And you are in the right place. If you're listening from another place to this episode, maybe Spotify or iTunes or wherever you're listening from, make sure you are. And if you're not here, part of this group yet, then make sure you come and join us. It's www.facebook.com slash groups slash fountain of youth fitness for aging women. Again, www.facebook.com slash groups slash fountain of youth fitness for aging women. So we recognize, before I get into the topic, we recognize certain members every single week just to to give them a shout out and let them know that they're doing an awesome, amazing job with imperfect actions. And we started our challenge this week, the less five pound in five day blood sugar reset challenge. We started this this week and you women have been amazing. I love your enthusiasm by starting to just take action. Love your enthusiasm, checking in, you're posting your homework. But I want to mention one particular member, and she just made my day today. And this is Jacqueline Claire O'Brien. She put a big smile on my face today because she posted a little video of her of her morning movement that is part of the challenge. And she was dancing to her figure eight CDs. And she was, she was dancing like no one is watching. And I, it just put this big smile on my face because this is where the magic happens when we start to take action, overcoming those fears and, and thinking of what others might think. No. 
this was her moment. This was her way of showing us that she's an action taker. And she, and, and I just love that. I just wanted to, to really mention that. I also want to do a shout out to some of um, our paying clients. They're on fire too. We have a different um, Facebook group for the paying clients and there is where the interaction, the coaching, the, the, all the, the things that are happening for them to reach your goals. And they are dropping numbers like they haven't seen before. Like they're seeing numbers on the scales that they haven't seen in a long time. It's just beautiful to see the energy. They increase their energy and their, their, their pain is residing day by day. And it's, I, I love that. They're really taking control of their situation and putting themselves first. Just beautiful to see. Keep it up, ladies. And uh, I love it. Our, our latest uh, client, Trudy, welcome as well. And we're so excited to start to begin working with you. So today is a solo episode. Solo episode you know, I normally don't spend a whole episode podcast talking about me, but I get this question asked so much. So I thought I'm going to share, I'm going to share some personal things about what it was like for me to lose 50 pounds and not just to lose it, but implement ways to actually keep it off. And this, I've had this weight loss over a decade ago. And to really proudly say that I'm in control of my health. I'm, I feel I'm in complete control of my health. Of course, there's always things we don't really have so much control over, but I do feel in complete, in complete control. And, and, and I, 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 it just feels so good. So I thought I'm just going to share a little bit with you about that as well. So. You know, I struggled. I really have to say I, I struggled with my weight, just like most of you did for a long, long time, basically right from my childhood on. And it wasn't easy. You know, you, you deal with bullying or you deal with certain situations that happens. They, they are in your memories. They, they shape you. They become your story that it becomes real for you. And it's, it's one of those things where we then become desperate. And I, I hear this a lot with women and I'm, I was no exception in this. And of course, I've tried many different hazardous diets that are out there and it just really, really messed up my body as well. And I, you know, I could tell that I was spiraling. I was spiraling out of control and I, and when I knew that I needed to do something, it wasn't, I didn't have a specific number in mind of weight loss. It's not like where I said, okay, I wanted to lose 50, 50 pounds. That's my weight loss goal. But it wasn't, I just knew I had to reduce the weight to give my body a break and just to feel better in my skin, to be able to move better and just to have a better quality life. It was a process because the way it kind of started, what it was that kind of triggered it, because I was in the same state of mind that many of you are. And tell me if this is something that you can relate to where you look in many different places for a solution. You think, okay, what is the one thing that's going to help me achieve my goal? And you search and you search and you get bombarded with information. And at the end, you still don't know 
what is the actual answer? What is the actual solution? Let me know in the comment if this is something that you can identify with. If this is something that you have done over the course of years, where you just search and search and search and uh, you try many, 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 many different things, right? But what happened with me was I was reading a, a specific article and in that article is was mentioned is that in Asia, uh, the the population of Asia they they don't they're very successful in maintaining their weight, and what it said in that article is was it's because they only eat until they're eighty percent full, and then they stop. And then I was thinking, well, how how do they know that they're actually eighty percent full? I've never even considered an idea like that. I thought, how is that even, how is that even, how can you even wrap your brain around uh, eating and then all of a sudden say, oops, okay, I'm 80% full. I got it. I'm, I'm good now. I can stop. And that is when I realized that I know so little about my body. I knew so little about my body and how it responds to the foods and what was good for me or not good for me that I knew I, I, I'm going to have to start from scratch. I'm going to have to start right from scratch. And I needed to know and to learn what it meant to be 80% full. Well, because I knew I needed to lose weight. And if you maintain your weight with being 80% full, then I knew I had to learn how to listen to the cues when I'm 50% full so that I can lose the weight, right? And I knew that this is not going to be an easy process. I knew that this was going to be a, a, a long, a longer road. And I decided, I consciously decided that I'm going to take years to reach my goal. I didn't really know what goal I had at that time, but I knew that I wanted to take years for that and really give myself that time and that freedom of learning and experimenting. And then I thought, you know, if it doesn't work, I could always try something else or uh, just pivot and, and, and do something else or, or whatever that was, whatever that would have looked like. All I knew that I going to start this very slowly. And so as I went through this process, of course, I realized that weight loss in itself only happens when, uh, when I started or when I decided to make changes in other areas of my life as well. And not just make it about one thing. I knew I didn't want to make it just about exercise. I knew I didn't want to make it just about a, a new diet plan or just another program. I knew it would have been an approach that would be holistic. And that's why I became a holistic weight loss expert because there is other areas in life that we need to look at. And especially when it comes to baby boomer women, there is other areas that we need to look into so that it becomes a healthy side effect. The weight loss becomes a healthy side effect. So 
That is actually because I'm going to talk about a few steps, six steps particularly that I took, six steps that I took to to make this happen. And I just talked already a little bit uh, as part of uh, step one. And part of that as well was for me looking, really looking to uh, proven and sustainable solutions, looking at ways or people or things that were proven and that worked. I didn't care how long it would take me. I just did not care that I put that totally out of my mind. I did not have a time frame. And so I, I knew it needed to be a long-term approach. So the first thing I just kind of started was looking and really being mindful of how much is on my plate. I didn't even care what kind of foods I was eating. I didn't change things about, you know, all of a sudden starting only to eat vegetables. I didn't do that. I just eat, ate normal, but I looked at how much is on my plate. And I started to be really aware of that and started to learn and to be in tuned with my body about what it meant to be hungry and what it meant to have cravings. And that for me was a huge learning curve. That took a while for me. But again, remember, for me, it was not about the time. There was no time frame for me. So this is the first thing I did. And the step number two for me was starting small, being okay with starting small. Simply what I did, and I just remember it so clearly when I started this journey, it was, I actually, when I think back, it brings me so much joy the way I started this journey because I did not put any pressure on myself. I didn't, you know, I didn't make this about one, like I said before, in step one, about one particular aspect. I didn't make it about exercise. I didn't make it about a diet. I didn't make it about, uh, um, you know, the number on the scale. What I made it about was giving myself the permission, first of all, to take that time and to start small. Step number two was for me to start small. All I did was started to walk each and every single day. I didn't put a time limit on it. I just would go for a walk the way I would feel like going for a walk. If I felt like going for an hour, I would give myself enough time so that I have that window. And if I wanted to go for 30 minutes, I would go for 30 minutes. If I felt good and I... I, I just embraced being out there in nature and in springtime, hearing the birds. I would go for an hour and I would just start small, no pressure. And then I would increase. I would all of a sudden notice that my energy would be up again and it would just start to, to come back. And I enjoyed that process so much because I, I felt no pressure at all. And then it, in no time, I was able to even start a light little jog or I would start then to implement strength training at that time. 
what I did, what there was a curve, uh, there was a curve place uh, where we lived in, B in BC. And this was actually my first introduction to strength training, which I just enjoyed so much. You know, you had the resistance training there. And I really, really enjoyed that because it was, again, with like, there was women only, which I really enjoyed, you know, and I also enjoyed the, 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 the support and the encouragement I got there. And so, again, I did not put myself uh, under pressure at all. And uh, I, you know, it was amazing to start feeling strong and agile. It just, it came, it just came. Your body has no other choice than to give you that strength and that stability that you're looking for. It just reminds me to, right now of a, we had our uh, coaching call every week in the Gain Momentum for the paid clients. We do a weekly coaching call. One of the coaching calls is Nutrition and Mindset. And there was one of my clients, Myra, I hope you don't mind me mentioning your name, but Maya was uh, sharing an experience where she was sitting down, she was giving herself a beautiful pedicure. And all of a sudden, you know, she realized how easy it was for her to bring her leg up on her lap to cut, to clip her toenails. And that was mind boggling for her because she hasn't experienced that in a very, very long time. And so we take that for granted when we just accept the state of our body that uh, the, the body is in and not helping it along to move like you're meant to move and you deserve to move. So it was really, and I, I, that's exactly how, how I experienced that as well. Like every single day, I would feel more energized and more and stronger. Again, no pressure at all, no expectation, just being consistent with that. And so the number three step that really, really made a difference and helped me as well was to keep an open mind. You know, so often I caught myself, again, having an expectation of what the numbers should look like when I'm doing all these awesome things. And so I would uh, lose the weight. I would drop the weight. Um, You know, I would once in a while weigh myself but what i really noticed of course was my clothes and i i would look in the mirror i would feel my hair my my face getting slimmer but what was really cool when i was in the shower and i started to lather up my hair and wash my hair all of a sudden noticed that my head is smaller <laughs> it was like such an eye-opening thing that i experienced by like my head was all of a sudden smaller but I, I felt like okay I'm, I'm getting somewhere I'm actually achieving things that I would love to achieve with again I can't say it enough I sound like a broken record but there was just no pressure at all and we all know how hard it can be to lose five pounds let alone 50 let alone 50 and it can be so easy then to get comfortable so to, let me know in the comments right now if if you ever had a successful in your health journey and all of a sudden you started to become comfortable. Get, raise your hand. Just say, yes, that's me. That happened to me. Let me know because this is something I experienced personally too. And I knew that I had to overcome that because then what happens, what worked before, all of a sudden started to work against me. 
And I admit that I quickly, quickly realized I had to break out of some of those old habits that I had fallen in. So like I said, this wasn't a, a smooth ride where it's just every single day for a year. Actually, I permitted myself two years for this weight loss. But that's the reason why I was able to keep it off as well. But of course, some of those times you creep back into some of the habits that maybe, you know, don't serve you so well. So I knew I needed an open mind. I needed an open mind to, to reorganize myself, reintroduce some of the things that I knew would have worked, take some of that pressure off and just, just look at the why in the first place and see what was it that prompted you in the first place and just kind of reintroduce those feelings. And that's why journaling is so great because you can go look back and reread or refeel, re-see and re-just um, visualize again what this was like when you all started that. And that takes an open mind. As well, I knew I needed to look in some different areas. Maybe there's something lacking. I realized my sleeping habits were not very good. And when you stall or when you all of a sudden come to a halt and you kind of rethink, and again, remember, this is a holistic approach. I knew I needed to do something about my sleeping habits. So I knew I needed to experiment with that, go to bed early, make sure that I was uh, well-rested. And I noticed a huge difference when I did my exercises the next day, when I got up, I noticed how much energy I had. Because if we if we don't have that sleep and we compromise that, we're so easily prone for injury when we do exercise it's just not a good picture. And so that was one thing I needed to have an open mind. Sometimes we think, oh man, I sleep enough. I'm fine. I feel good. But we're so busy. We don't even realize that we're exhausted and tired until we actually sit down. And so we don't, we want to avoid that. We want to nip that in a bud before. So I knew that was something I had to approach that, that needed an open mind for me because I didn't consider that as well. So step number four that really helped me was having a plan for each and every single day. And it doesn't have to be an all or nothing kind of plan or like a perfect plan, right? But I knew my weakness. I knew my weakness and I had to make sure that I, first of all, got rid of maybe right now some of the foods that I knew I couldn't resist. Let's just eliminate that. then I don't have to worry about it. Then I have to spend my thinking and my energy on resisting something I knew I couldn't resist until I got stronger mentally. But at that point in time, I knew that's what I I needed to get rid of, get really um, get rid of that because I would have grabbed whatever is around, right? And I also would have been falling into that trap. And I have done that if I didn't plan properly. And if I didn't have the foods in the house that I know I needed to eat to serve my body well, I would eat nothing. Maybe at times I would reach out to the junk food, but at times I would eat nothing. And that's even more detrimental to any kind of weight loss journey And knowing myself, I had to make sure I plan for leftovers. 
Because when I had a good, nutritious leftover the next day, I was set. Again, I didn't have to spend thinking about uh, what should I eat the next day because it was all ready. Um, let me know, please, um, in the comment, if any of this resonates with you, if you can identify with any, if any of these steps have helped you so far, let me know which step is that you can identify with or you can resonate with thinking maybe that this is something that could potentially help you. Let me know. So step number five is another really important one that had made a huge difference in my life. And I could not, not have reached uh, my health of my state of health without this step. There is absolutely, it's, it's, it's an, it's absolute. And that is to surround myself with the right people. Now, I am definitely more aware of one who I socialize with. And at that time, this is something I had to learn because, you know, you feel confident. You feel on fire. You have, you've seen some weight loss success. You're fitting some clothes. You're looking good. You're feeling good. You got the energy. And you feel like that then spending time with the ones that are constantly looking to sabotage, sabotage you, or maybe are not living the same kind of, with the same kind of standards, you know, you can totally, that's no problem. You're strong. You've got this, but it's, it can really creep in slow and steady. And sometimes, of course, we don't have that control of who is in our lives. Not everyone in our lives, in our immediate household, maybe our spouse, or maybe we have a, a, a children with grandchildren in the house or, or whatever. They're not all on the same page. But until we learn to have that self-confidence and that control to decide when we enjoy some fun food or not. Until that time, it's really, really crucial to have the right influence. And this can come in different ways. For me, it was a coach and it was a support system of women like-minded that also struggled and were needing the support from each other. And I realized how powerful that is. And I want to stress that again, this is exactly what I do now too, when I coach my ladies in the, in, in, in the group coaching system that I have, the power in there of really identifying with each other and knowing that they are not the only ones that are struggling with a particular issue and how we can work with each other to help each other and encourage each other. This is so powerful that I think this is, is one of the most important aspect of the steps that you can take. And if that is the first step that you can take a hundred percent, a hundred percent take that leap of faith and take that step. I did it. It helped me. I I know I could not have done it without. I know <laughs> we tried. So many of us tried to do this on our own. And it's really interesting how studies have shown that a weight loss on our own, most likely we're not successful. We will not stay successful. Research has shown this over and over again. They keep failing. And so there is just something so powerful about finding a community of women who want to see you succeed. 
no matter what state you're at, no matter what state of mind you're at, no matter what you're going through, but they want you to succeed. And the, the support system I had, I drew from that. I milked it. I was in, it, it was, it felt so good when I would check in and I would say, it's not a good day today. Can, you know, I'm, I'm being tempted or I'm having this problem with that problem. All I feel like is a, a, a bowl of ice cream with uh, um, some Oreo cookies in it. And the women are cheering you on and helping you through these times to give you that self-confidence that you need at that time. The last step I want to talk about is what was crucial for me and what difference it made was how I needed to keep setting goals. Even though I reached a 50-pound weight loss within two-year period, I knew I still needed to set goals. And, you know, because I didn't view my weight loss as a race, like I said in the beginning, and there is not really a good ending point to, you know, that you reach that allows you to say, I'm done. It's just, that just doesn't exist because our body naturally breaks down more and more and more. So we need to keep working at it. But the cool thing is that it's going to get easier and your body responds much quicker the longer we do this. And, you know, every time we think we're done, that's usually when the weight generally starts to come back and creep up again. And Really, instead, what I, what I learned to do was viewing, uh, the weight loss as a series of small goals. And that's exactly what I did. I just had these small little goals and I would reach for those. And my biggest goal that I wanted to reach was consistency because I knew with consistency, I will get where I needed and wanted to be. And these goals will feel amazing once I reach them. Every single small goal, just like Myra, when she was able to bring her leg up and clip her toenails, this is a milestone. And the next goal will come. The next, she will reach that next goal, right? And it gives you confidence. It gives you confidence that you can keep this up and that that you're going to be able to reach that next milestone. Maybe you want to work towards a, um, a regular push up, you know, one, <laughs> like even if the goal is so small that it seems so minute, but it's such an important thing to keep having these small goals. And so, you know, this is something that I, I mean, it wasn't a smooth ride. It wasn't like something. It's just where I just, uh, uh, you know, I was on the back of a wagon and I was just riding along and it felt good the whole two years. No, it wasn't like that. There was some bumps. There was some ups and downs, but I also knew that I could rely on the support system that I have and that I just needed to take imperfect actions every single day. But consistency was my uh, biggest friend and was my biggest success tool that I had to learn until it actually felt good to be consistent. And it takes time, ladies. It really does. But it's so doable. It's so doable. And sometimes it 
it needs, you know, it takes to be able to work a little bit on, on also in our emotional health and mental health so that we can uh, have the strength and, and, and the ability to prioritize ourselves. If we don't have that emotional or mental strength, then it's hard to put ourselves first. It really is. But this is, uh, if there's one first step that I, I would lay to your heart is to reach out, reach out and ask for help. Ask, what are my options? How can we make this happen? But you, the ball is in your hand. You need to be ready to make these changes for the rest of your life. Because what this is exactly how I approach my weight loss. And this is how I coach women. I There is no pressure, but there's tools and knowledge that you need with the support and the guidance to implement it. And this is exactly how I did it. And this is what helped me. And this is how it helped many other hundreds of women that work with me. And so just ask yourself, are you ready? Am I ready to make life lasting changes? Is this my time now? And do I want this bad enough? How bad do I want this? If you don't want it bad enough, it's just not going to happen. You need to want to do this bad enough. And again, I'm always here to uh, to have a conversation with you. If this is something that you would like to discuss, just reach out uh, or let me know in the comment and I can reach out to you and just, uh, just write in the comment, reach out. You can put that down in the comments, reach out, and then I'll, we can have a conversation about it if we haven't had one already, because I've been speaking with so many of you beautiful ladies. I hope that this helped you and give you a little bit of a glimpse and an insight of um, what it was like for me to lose 50 pounds and keep it off. And I feel better now. I feel better now than I have ever felt in my life, ever. I'm strong. I have arthritis in my left hip very severely, but I have managed to be pain-free. I have managed to walk and even jog now, which I never thought I could do again a couple of years ago, but I have done it with specific body movements. And it is really not impossible. There is no lost cause out there. Ladies, baby boomer ladies, there is no lost cause. You're not a lost cause. You just need the guidance because you've tried it on your own so often, or you've tried other methods and it serves the mass population, but not what your body goes through right now. So yes, let me know if this served you, if this helped you, if you had, uh, um, if, if you enjoyed this episode, let me know. And next week, of course, I'll be here again on a Wednesday for another episode of the BAD's Real Life Talk Show. And it's been a pleasure. And I hope everyone is staying safe and embrace the things we are allowed to do instead of the things we're not allowed to do. We have the power. We have the chance to make changes every single day. And you, you know, you're not alone. We're here. You don't need a physical place anymore. We're right here virtually. We can be face to face with each other and help you just like I was helped virtually as well. All right. We'll talk soon. Bye.